Hello, this is Beth, and I'm going to be interviewing Dimitri <clears throat> for the bedroom project. Hello, this is Dimitri. All right, the first, the first question I'm going to ask you is, what three words define the essence of your room? Um, unfinished. Uh, let's see. It's hopeful. And... Uh, it's... Uh, oh, man. That would be another word for it. Oh, it's just fun. It's a fun room. Why did you pick those terms? Uh... Well, so I've moved here recently, so I'm not moved all the way in. Uh, as you can see, there's like an AC on the floor that uh, we just dragged across, you know, Manhattan. Uh, you know, took it by rickshaw because uh, it was too heavy. And I think like that's just like it's like a it's like a project, right? So it's unfinished. Um, it's hopeful. In the same way that, like, my experience in the city is, you know, unfinished and hopeful. Hopefully I can, you know, uh, be able to cultivate, you know, a lifestyle in the same way that I can cultivate my space. And then, uh, what was my other word? It was fun. Did I say fun? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I've just been really enjoying myself and my space. And, uh, you know, I'm, like, privileged to be able to be so comfortable. It's interesting because, uh, like, the main idea of this project is that rooms kind of hold a history of people, mm -hmm. and uh, yours is just starting, so <clears throat> you're probably going to be an anomaly throughout this project because this is still something new and yet to, like, develop, but mm -hmm. it's, like, in the process of being developed. Um, my next question is, what bedrooms, what other bedrooms have you lived in, and, like, what was memorable about them yeah so i spent my last Wait, can you hold it? yeah sorry that's okay uh, yeah i spent my last three years um living in like a room in the frat house and so that was you know a really different experience uh it was very much like a like a family dynamic you know you you're with a lot of the people that you know you really care about and uh, it's a little bit of a shift. It's a little bit of a shift, uh, you know, being up in an apartment, you know. I don't have a roommate yet. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, that space was just crowded with more stuff. It was a lot more uh, eclectic, um, you know, lots of just stuff I find on the side of the street, you know, hung up on my wall. Like, I put, like, a... There was, like, a hook in my roof for, like, a, uh, for, I think, like, a, what do you call it? Like, a hammock? Mm -hmm. And so I just, like, put, like, an axe up there because I had an axe. Uh, you know, so it was different. It was more, it was more, certainly more familiar. Um, and, you know, when you live somewhere for three years, it just becomes, like, you know, a little home, a little space. And so... I was definitely, like, honestly, like, I was more sad about, like, leaving 
that room than I was like leaving school in general. Yeah. Because it just, it just, it was a place with like history, you know. Yeah. And detaching from that is, uh, you know, I guess part of what moving on with life is all about. How about like before that? Um, let's see. I grew up uh, like I was a military brat. And so I moved around, you know, quite a bit, like once every three years. Um, so, you know, when I was home for the summer for COVID, my parents have this house and they were like, and they moved and I had never lived there. So I didn't really have a room. I just like stayed in like what the equivalent of like a guest bedroom was. So I spent all of like COVID like in something that felt just like a hotel room mm-hmm. in a way. You know, just, like, my suitcase on the ground. Um, and I guess that was, like, not the most comfortable space. It was really nice being home. But I think it, like, sort of compounded the sense of, like, restlessness from the uh, pandemic by sort of not having, uh, like, a cozy atmosphere. You know, there's, like, when you're a kid... You know, you got, like, all your little sports trophies on the wall. And you have, you know, your favorite books, like, on the floor. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, like, family photos and everything. And so when you... People don't realize that, like... Or I guess I didn't realize how much of an effect that, that has. Because those are, like, really nice things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know... I guess, like, there's been a big kick for things to be, like, really... I guess I'm rambling. But there's, like, a big kick for things to be, like, really minimal. But sometimes you just need to have shit in your room that makes you, you know, happy, you know? Um, So, yeah. And before that, I had a lot of cool rooms, you know, little sports. Before the pandemic, I had a little... uh, What was your childhood bedroom like? Um, I mean, also, wh- like, you didn't have one childhood bedroom. You had, yeah. like, multiple. So how was how was it, like, not really having, like, a permanent place? Did do you feel like um, <clears throat> you sought that out more as a result? Or were you, like, more comfortable not really having, like, anything um, concrete? Yeah. So when you're a kid, you have, like, a like a short-term memory yeah. right you're like oh fuck i gotta move <laughs> but then you know once you moved in you're like okay this is my room and you know, my mom always like did this like really good job of you know making me feel of like just like transitioning everything like really well like mm-hmm. you know she'd you know go out of her way to set up the room like do more than like i'd be like mom get out yeah this uh-huh. get out of my room uh but you know she would just be like oh i gotta just, I just gotta hang this up you know yeah uh and, you know, she'd do that until the room was just filled with stuff. And, you know, it felt like, you know, a real space. Um, so even though I had a lot of different ones, you know, from the ages of like, you know, five, you know, up until graduating high school, it, it felt, you know, really, really cozy. I remember when I was a lot younger, I shared a room with my uh with my younger brother he was like three i was like five or six and uh 
we had bunk beds and my brother was a mess and I was always like a little neat freak Mm -hmm. and so he would like trash the whole floor of the room and I would just uh what do you call it like keep all my things nice and neat you know on my like top bunk and uh yeah I guess that's like my earliest memory of having like a space Mm -hmm. you know and like you know sort of curating it myself you know uh yeah My next question is, um, <clears throat> what makes your bedroom, well, what makes your bedrooms and your bedroom now you? And, like, what makes it Dimitri's bedroom? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, man, what makes it mine? That's, like, really interesting because I guess it's, like, how you choose to inhabit space right like uh, would it be my would like would it be my bedroom if I didn't like lie down in bed all day looking at my phone I know most people do that but uh, you know it's just like or like would it be my room if it if it didn't like reflect my sense of like taste you know like recently um you know, because, like, even, like, some of the things in it are indicative of, like, you know, things that I've just been, like, enjoying doing lately, right? Like, uh, I got the, I found, like, the Ikea, you know, desktop, you know, just on the ground. Uh, like, while I was walking back to my apartment, and it sort of, like, ignited this, like, sort of, like, stooping, you know, like, finding free furniture to decorate. And, like, that's been, like, a really interesting way for me to like uh like learn about the city you know and just like walk around meet people uh so i guess like maybe it's like self-evident i guess maybe that's like how it yeah maybe it's self-evident that it is my space by virtue of me you know inhabiting it right like the fact that I need to fill a space, like, makes me, like, you know, go out and, like, find stuff for it. And in turn, that brings me, you know, new experiences. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's also the experience of, like, getting all of these supplies, not mm. just the individual supplies that you get. So it's, like... The process of acquiring them and like putting your room together whether it's like spontaneously or purposefully yeah i mean it's like yeah i was i was talking about like you know having like a kid's like when you have your kid's bedroom or when you're a kid and you have a bedroom you get like your sports trophies and school medals and all sorts of stuff like on the wall you know and you know those are cool because it's like oh yeah there were like a couple months where i did that you know, or, like, a year where I did that. Mm. And so now, I guess, you know, the equivalent of the sports trophy in, you know, a 20-year-old dude's apartment is, like, you know, the AC that you hauled across town, you know? that That's a trophy in and of itself. Yeah. Um, or, like, you know, the 
the desktop or, you know, the photos that you have around. Uh, yeah. I think I answered the question. It's, you did. What's the value of history to you? Uh, hmm. So moving around a lot, uh, history and like space has never like really been like a big priority or even like, you know, something that is feasible. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like to place history in like, not in like, Hmm. Not like objects or I think because I have this like built in, you know, hard reset into my lifestyle every couple of years, I kind of like to imagine each space as like, you know, like a fresh reset. Mm-hmm. And then like, it's like a way of like accumulating history right yeah. and like at the end like I've done this for like you know the past couple transitions like where it's like okay it's time to move like let me like take a photo you know before I go yeah. or like when I know I'm about to like leave in a month or something and it just feels like and the mess is just right I'd like take a photo I'm just like okay like now I know what this is right so Yeah, so I guess the the memories are, or history, right? Mm -hmm. History-wise, like, you know, the history, you know, is fleeting, but it's important to hold on to. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's a a super generic answer, but that's a... Um, I think that's a good answer. Um, Let me, yeah, okay. So how do you keep track of who you are and the changes that you go through? Mm. And how do you feel like your room inputs into that? Yeah. Uh, I feel like I don't like, like to... I think it all goes back to like connecting with like your childhood self, I guess. Like, the things that you liked as a kid, you know, like, drawing, like, making little songs, yeah. uh, you know, like, uh, playing sports, you know, like, yeah, it could be anything. Uh, like, I feel like it's really easy to let, like, your sort of childhood self, like, slip away, you know? And so, just, like keeping in touch with those things that you loved to do when you only had time to do the things that you loved, you know, or you had all the time in the world to do the things that you loved. So you dedicate yourself. So I guess I keep track through, you know, uh, like if I'm ever, if I'm ever feeling a little bit lost, you know, you just, you know, sit down, draw a bit, or, you know, kick a ball or, you know, do whatever. Um, 
And I think like space indicates the need for that because it's like you need to have like you need to give yourself like the opportunity to do those things because you know you don't like for hobbies you know you can go it could be something that you love to do but how many people love to read but never read right so it's so like you want to make the space like something that makes it easy for you to do the things that you love right like you know like my notebooks are you know right by me when I wake up so I can write um you know I've got you know my computer set up very uh sporadically right now so it makes it a little bit harder to do things on that than I want to but you know overall I just like let like to let my room like accommodate I guess like my childhood self mm-hmm. uh, yeah can you give me a tour of your bedroom and just like describe it as yeah. we walk around so in this far corner here behind this uh, in the closet by the clothing rack oh, okay. we have like a little like it's like a boiler room i don't really have a closet yeah um i don't think i can like put clothes in here or else it'd be like a fire violation or something um i was afraid i i I didn't know if this was like connected to the whole building or not but Mm -hmm. i was able to turn off the heat finally after (laughs) like because the heat was on for the first like month that i was here oh my god um but starting back at like the front i've got like my desk there's coffee takeout uh, this like newspaper that I found that I was gonna hang up but never did. So maybe That's, the, it looks really cool. Yeah, maybe this will be the uh, time I hang it up. <laughs> mm. um, How did? Where did you find it? I found this at um, this bookshop in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. Mm-hmm. It's called Daedalus Books. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something special about the bookshop and like must have been like a TV show or something like that but mm-hmm. it was really nice there's this um like man that he just like he's like uh, wheelchair bound mm-hmm. and he uh I think he just like lives in the bookshop yeah he, uh, has helpers come around and he does stuff when he can but it is just an insane like it's like a labyrinth bookshop it's very mm-hmm. it's a very cool place uh you also have your degree no, this is like oh. my like like thing for like my frat. Oh, uh, oh, oh my like god! Life member, you know, like all <laughs> that stuff, and then got like a photo on the desk of me and all my friends. Oh, know, you have your stuff. cats and dogs too. Yeah, this is Zeus. He's a he's a cute one. Aww. Um, let's see. Got the computer desk. I guess that's like a little self-explanatory. It's mm-hmm. where computing happens. Um, in the corner by this windowsill I have um, this like map that my mom got me of like my old school mm-hmm. and you know now that I think about it like I'm putting two and two together it's like oh yeah she's like still like filling out my space with like shit that I need to uh, like connect with my past you know even mm-hmm. now when I'm 22 years old yeah um 
on my like other windowsill. This is my attempt at a aesthetic stack of books mm -hmm. uh, with a toilet bowl trophy. Mm. Uh, I really. What's the story behind that, or did you just find it? The toilet bowl trophy. Mm -hmm. uh, it was just something for like, like my uh, friend group in college. Like we just like I think we did like a like a drinking game competition or something like that. And I, like, yeah. like won it. Like, I got last. I can't remember. Either way, I'm still, uh, it's really cool. It's just, like, a little memory. Um, I'm, like, an urban planning grad student. Uh, so I've got lots of, like, planning books. Um, Claude Law, really good. Mm -hmm. Probably everybody that... What's your favorite book on your shelf? Um, oh man. White Noise by Don DeLillo. Mm -hmm. It's a great book. Um, oh, I also bought Gravity's Rainbow from Dayless Bookshop. Oh, sweet. I think I have that book, too. Yeah. Uh, by uh, Thomas. Pynchon. Yeah. Pynchon, yeah. I always mispronounce his name. I'm like, I call him Pinecone. But like, Pinecone? Yeah, but that's yeah. not it. Yeah, I remember the guy at the bookshop was like, oh, Pynchon. And so he like pronounced it for me. Yeah. I have not gotten past the first page, though. So. It's like a, I think it's like a famously tough read, mm -hmm. even though it's like not like, terrible. Uh... Let's see, I've got this, like, uh, I've got this, like, little camping tool mm -hmm. in the corner here. It's got, like, let's see, I bought this when I went camping with my friends to do sh shrooms in the woods. Nice. But, uh, well, it's not working now, but it's got, like, a crank, yeah. and you crank it, and it can, like, play the radio, and it's, like, oh. a flashlight. It was kind of like a like a little gag, you know. Yeah. But, so so I. <laughs> it's like uh, the magic conch from like. Um, SpongeBob. Oh, from SpongeBob. Yeah, you're like the power of the conch. <laughs> um, let's see. Here I've got all my clothes. The uh, clothing rack is kind of like sagging, <laughs> so there's kind of like a. I'm kind of just like counting down the days until that thing just like snaps. Snaps. But. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just planning on uh, having to replace it eventually. Or I just have to get rid of all my clothes. Mm -hmm. um, and then I've got the skateboard, which I'm terrible at. Uh, which, uh, like, you know, I wish, uh, I wish I was a little bit better. So I guess the only thing to do there is to practice, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I've got incense, but I don't think I have my incense holder. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, I guess I gotta buy one of those too. What are the boxes on the floor? So, there's some Tim's. Nice. My <laughs> brother bought me Tim's before you're I moved like, to New York. You're like, you're going to New York City. You gotta, like, you gotta get the fit ready. Uh, let's see what's going on in here. I've got. It's like, it's kind of like just the way that like these are just like unsorted items, kind of. Mm -hmm. So there's like, like socks, underwear. Uh, like a sketchbook, a painting, yeah. uh, or like a little Bob Ross painting, uh, like a hat, ties. It's very much just like 
miscellaneous. Yeah, I'm tired of uh, sorting stuff and organizing mm-hmm. my room, so I'm just going to put this, or save it for later, kind of. Yeah. Um, the soccer ball. Yeah, I've got this deflated. soccer ball. Yeah, it's very depleted. <laughs> and I then think, you have more clothes here, too. Yeah, more clothes. It's all clothes and like a little electronics in the drawers. Yeah. Uh, these are the instructions for the uh, bed mm-hmm. in this drawer that... Um, I think I screwed in about half the screws that I was supposed to, but, mm-hmm. you know, I did a, like, it seems like it's fine, so yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, uh, put the extra effort in to do that. Uh, with this ball, I think I found a pump outside, so I might oh. walk and go get a pump nice. for the ball. You're like, imagine you just play it like this, you're like, guys, let's play soccer, and you're like, yeah, let's play this deflated ball and just kick it around. This is how the game's meant to be played. Oop. Alright, um, I guess one last question that I have is like, um, like, do you think rooms matter? Or like, what's the biggest function that your room has for you? Uh. Besides like, a place to sleep. Yeah, I mean, it's like, um, an enabler to like, a good life. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, there's that like. Like, to be cliche, like, there's that saying, it's like, make your bed every day. And, you know, that's just to get you started. Like, I think the point of that's, like, to say, like, make your bed because then you're doing something productive, like, right away. It's mm-hmm. easy to do yeah. and just gets you started. Um, so in the same way, it's like, if you have a space that lets you, you know, makes it easy for you to do the things that you love to do, then that makes it easier for you to, you know, go out into the world and, you know, meet people and, you know, have these experiences that we all want to have. Uh, so I guess it's an enabler of life. Hmm. All right. That's it for my interview. Thank right. you for being willing to do this. Thank you. All right. Cool.